Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. We are back, the Franchise Tag for the old fan, the new fan and the UK fan. We have Andrew Rivers, we have Adam Rivers, we have George Rivers. We've got the quadruple all here for the Franchise Tag Podcast in what has... As, as Adam said just before we went online, the world has gone mad today. And what I wrote down in my notes yesterday, but I did, is it's been a magical week in the NFL with more twists and turns than a Shakespearean play. And it, it, it's gone even further today. It's gone even further. Obviously, there's been huge news since the last time we were on the podcast um, that's happened. However, we're going to start really with the biggest news of today. And that was the news that happened within... About half an hour, uh, a tweet comes out and it says that Tyreek Hill may be traded. And then 10 minutes later, the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins could trade for Tyreek Hill. And then half an hour later, Tyreek Hill has been traded to the Miami Dolphins on a day that they yesterday signed Teron Armstead, left tackle. Um, he's gone for a first and a second this year and a fourth year as well um, in the in the draft. That's what he's been traded for. And also a fourth round pick and a sixth round pick um, next year as well. He has become the highest paid wide receiver, I believe, after Devontae Adams trade, which we will talk about later. Seems as we have our resident Green Bay fan here, who I'm sure is is jumping for joy with the fact that uh, his, his, his man that has made Aaron Rodgers the MVP the last two years has now moved on to his boyhood club. But we're going to talk about Tyreek Hill, highest paid wide receiver, like I said, day four years, 120 million, 72.2 million guaranteed. Um, we, we were talking about the contract before. We could be wrong on that. We think it's right because of the yearly income of that being a four year to Devontae Adams' fifth year. Um, I mean, we're going to go around the table, I suppose, with a lot of this stuff. Um, I, I think, Andrew, we can start with you today. I mean, Tyreek Hill, we all know him for his on-field on ability. He is one of the most athletic, speediest, fastest men in the NFL. The cheater of Kansas City is now going to be the slick Miami Dolphin. Um, and he's going to have Tua. He's going to have Jalen Waddle next to him. Uh, Teron Armstead, who's now on that offensive line, to give Tua more protection for him to go downfield. What does this mean for Tyreek Hill? What does this mean for the NFL going forward? I mean, this is probably the biggest shock so far for me for free agency because it's literally out of nowhere. It, like we said before we were on here, it's like all of a sudden it was rumoured and then five minutes later, it was a done and dusted deal. It, it was a massive shock. No, he didn't, he didn't seem disgruntled there. Seemed like he had a good thing going with Mahomes. Um, so, yeah, so it's a big surprise. Uh, also, the type of receiver that uh, the Dolphins have gone all in for, the amount of uh, picks that they've given up and the amount of they're putting into Tyreek Hill. When you've got Jalen Waddell, um, I would have thought they might want a big guy on the outside that can get down the field and, and, and contest those uh, vertical catches. I thought that would have been more the style they were looking for and they could have used those picks to go and get, you know, Someone like DK Metcalf or something like that that would give that uh, with, if you're giving up that amount. So yeah, it was it's a big shock. And his numbers aren't don't lie either. When they are in the NFL, his production has been sensational for the Kansas City Chiefs. But of course, he has had Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback for the longest period of that time. George, obviously Pat Mahomes, the top, the quarterback of the NFL at the minute, the talk of the town. Um, Tyreek Hill has been his partner in crime. Him, Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes has, has really made that Kansas City offence click for the last few years. They've taken him to a Super Bowl. They've got the ring. What was your reaction to the news today and, and how quick and swift it suddenly just all happened? It's nuts, man. Like, And I blame Christian Kirk for all of this. I blame him solely. <laughs> I mean, yes. he is the, yes. he is, we must blame he is the reason. For everything. It's so... 
That's right. He is the reason why. No, nah, I'm joking. But still, I mean, I'm it's not. a big shock. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you do have a point that it's a big shock. Um, I do, I, I do think insiders and obviously the teams themselves knew this was a thing and this was obviously coming and the reason why they wanted to get it done so quickly and so quickly after signing Teron Armstead as well, who's one of the best left tackles around um, now with the Miami Dolphins for, for protecting Tua. Um, uh, like like Andrew said, that was um, they've gone for speed, right? They've got Raheem Mostert now, who isn't the healthiest of running backs. who doesn't tend to stay healthy, but he's not a big-bodied guy. We've spoken before about their need for a big-bodied guy because Gaskin can't really get it done, and nor can Ahmed, who backs Gaskin up. And now you've got Raheem Mostert, who's a speedster. You now have Tyreek Hill, who is the speediest. And you have Jaden Moodle as- alongside Gesicki. And I want to say the name Devontae Parker, but we know he hasn't really lived up to the hype. And he is a big-bodied guy. Um, so I'm a bit... It's great for them. Um, I think two are going to be a bit happy because, I mean, there is a whole talk about can he even push the ball downfield that much or that far mm. to reach the likes of Tyreek Hill. It seems like we may have lost George on, uh, on that. I just think... Uh, oh, I no, just... We, lost you for, we lost you for a moment there, George. Go and repeat yourself. Right. No, it's all good. I lost everybody else. I thought it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so just, just my word is, I just think it's, 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 it's great. A shake-up is always great. And when it's a name like Tyreek Hill, who isn't your average wide receiver, big things are going to happen. And I think there's more to come. There is more to come in terms of big name players because nobody saw this coming. He's obviously seen Devontae Adams and seen he's been paid. Christian Kirk has been paid. He obviously demanded a certain amount. The Raiders, the Raiders, the Chiefs were going to pay him an amount that would keep him amongst the top owners. And he said no. Um, and a lot of people think he would never leave because, you know, he's with Mahomes and Kelsey. But it's business at the end of the day. These guys are one injury away from, from ending their career. So if you're going to get the money elsewhere, you are going to go. Yeah, I think we're probably going to be talking about money and moving elsewhere with another certain receiver with, a, again, an, an unhappy Adam at some point in this programme. But Adam, let's keep on the Miami Dolphins for the moment. Um, well, let's actually move on to the Kansas City Chiefs, I suppose. They now have two uh, first-round picks this year. They've got back-to-back picks there now. Um, in a year, that might, we may have seen at one point the Giants have back-to-back picks, the Jets have back-to-back picks, the Eagles and the Chiefs now. It, it, it obviously hasn't turned out that way, but the Chiefs now, looking forward for them, they've um, they bought in Juju Smith-Schuster. Some pe- a lot of people, I mean, we spoke about it on our group text um, with a couple of friends of ours. If people are a little bit scratching their head. They're moving out Tyreek Hill, bringing in Juju. You know, they're seeing it as you bring it, bring in an all right receiver, a guy who maybe hasn't proven himself as a number one wide receiver. And I mean, that's coming from my perspective, being a Pittsburgh Steeler fan and traded away a true number one guy in the league, not not just at wide receiver position for the Kansas City Chiefs, but in the league in general. What's the Kansas City mindset here going forward? Um, I think that probably the mindset is is that we are going to be paying a shed load of money to Patrick Mahomes and mm-hmm. we can't afford to have everyone. It, it, it's that simple. Um, yeah. I, unfortunately, there's only so much money to go around. If you look at Mahomes' contract, I mean, this year the cap hits 35 million, but next year it's 46 and then 44 and 46 and it just keeps going up and up and up um, mm-hmm. over time. Yeah, I, I think 
this is what you're going to see. You're, you're seeing teams that have maybe struggled a little bit over the last few years. They've had this ability to save a bit of money and then they've they've gambled now. They and it really you know, it's a gamble on the gambling industry, to be honest, because that's that's what it is. That's what's coming through in America and it means more money into the NFL, which means more money for all the teams. And I think that's probably why they've done it. And they've looked at this, you know, they've looked at Tyreek Hill and they obviously feel that they have a value on him. Tyreek disagrees, uh, <laughs> which is fair <laughs> enough. And, um, you know, they and he's managed to find another team that's gone. Yeah, let's let's go for it, um, which makes sense. You know, I mean, you've got a team like the Dolphins who have got a, quite a bit of cap space, have got the room to be able to do it. And so obviously it it works for them. Um I think you're going to, see, like George said, you're going to see a lot of this now. You're going to see quite a few changes around the league. And it's just, you know, next one up. Because some of these receivers who are right at the very, very top of their game, you'll get, I think what you're starting to see, you're seeing receivers come through the draft that are hitting a lot more than what they used to. So the argument could be, well, why do we bother paying all this money for a receiver when we can just get them out of there? The reason you do it is because these guys who are around at the moment have the experience and are going to carry on hitting for the next few years. And that's why so the money's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just going to keep going up as there's more more cap space available, basically. Mm -hmm. So I, I just don't think that the Chiefs are just not in that position or they weren't in that position where they could afford to do it. I know we're going to talk about Adams. They came out and said that they could afford to pay him the same or even more. I, I don't know if that's just lip service after it's all gone wrong, to be honest, because you can't have afford the best player in multiple positions. You just can't do it. Yeah, and that's why they're not being able to keep your players. I mean, I think you're exactly right. You literally hit on a point that I was going to maybe bring up next, but you, you've sort of covered it. Is does this? It feels like maybe the wide receiver position, though, is seen as such an important, important position now in the NFL because it's such an offensive league, it's such a quarterback friendly league. Um, you you should see your weapons as being you know expensive commodities. But you're right. The the, the rate that receivers are coming out of the draft at the minute, even if they're not quote-unquote amazing coming out or, or going to be potentially great in the NFL coming out of the draft. There's so many. It is so deep now, especially when you look at the class for this year. But there is, there's arguably not maybe the standard of other wide receivers in other draft, but there is the depth of, of, of strength there. I know there is a couple of wide receivers, Andrew, you raise your eyebrows, that are top, top wide receivers. But that, that I don't feel like in this draft there has been much talk of, you know, like the Jerry Judes of the world and Devontae Smiths mm. and, and Justin Jefferson and, and players like that who, who have gone in, gone by. But on the flip side of that, how many wide receivers have we seen being drafted that have been a complete miss? You look at people like Jalen yeah. Rager for the Eagles, who who was a first-round pick. They've been, he's been a complete miss. And, there's, and there's, the longevity of some of these wide receivers now isn't... 
it isn't great. Um, and maybe some teams are just seeing now that, well, we'll, ju- we'll just try and risk the, the new wide receiver every year or, you know, maybe edge our bets and go into free agency and see what we can get because so teams do seem to be either trading their guys away or letting them go into free agency. We've seen so many big wide receivers. Like I said, we're going to talk about Adams in a second, but this isn't... Adams and Tyreek Hill aren't the first... Are the first... No, no. The, the, they are the biggest names in what's happened, but we've seen Amari Cooper, Jarvis Landry, OBJ still mm. out there. These big names are all out there, and it, it doesn't feel like some of them are getting snapped up very quickly. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens moving forward. Um, Adam, I'm going to pop back down to you, though, after I give a little intro to this. The unthinkable happened for the Green Bay Packers fans earlier this week, and that was Devontae Adams, the wide receiver, their only weapon people have seen in the last few years, um, mm-hmm. was traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, his boyhood club, as it, as it was called. He joins his Fresno State College quarterback, Derek Carr. They were best friends at college. They were they were roomies. Um the Raiders uh, traded a 2022 first round and second round pick for Devontae Adams. He's getting a five-year deal there with 142.5 million. The like Adam did mention, the Packers did, whether it be word or mouth, but it seems like a lot of credible sources are saying that they did match or give him more. But Adam said, "No, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm I'm, I'm leaving." And the, the Raiders was the destination wanting to go. A guy last year who had 123 receptions, 1,553 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Um, like I say, he's back with Carr. He moves to Las Vegas Raiders, a team, Adam, that you have not been the most complimentary about when they were under Mr. Gruden. However, Mr. Gruden's gone. Derek Carr had one of his best years ever last year. I think people don't give him enough credit for how well he did last year. How much has this changed the Raiders team with Adams, arguably the number one wide receiver in the NFL going there? Um, it's huge, isn't it, for the Raiders? I mean, obviously, because it, it means that they've actually got someone to throw the ball to that isn't Darren Waller. Um, you know, I mean, it's like they've been... Put, they've put been... some respect on Hunter Renfro's name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, massively. <laughs> massively, massively. He's, um, he, he's, a, he's a difference maker for them. Of course he is. Um, it, it's going uh, to be great for them because obviously it means that Carr has got someone who... You know, you need multiple weapons in in any team. You need multiple weapons, and and now they've got two, two really high quality ones, and and one that's a, a, not quite as good. But we're I'll, I'll say that Renfro's decent. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. Going to be great for them in a absolutely ridiculously stacked dis- division. You know, mm-hmm. e- even with Tyreek Hill coming out of it, it's still a ridiculously stacked uh, division. So yeah, it's um it's great for the Raiders and um. I, I, in a way, I kind of hope they do well. I know I had a go at them most of last year because of Gruden, but I really felt like they had found a bit of an identity once he had gone and that there's mm-hmm. something there that they can build on. And I know that they've changed the coaching there, but even still, I think there's something that Josh McDaniels can build on there. And I hope they give it a good go. I really do. But I, I think it's going to still be quite tough for them, to be honest. George, the AFC West or the AFC best of people according now. Well, we've had we've had a player now leave the AFC West, which is feels like the first time this year that there's been a high profile guy leave that division. But you know, the Broncos trade for D- Russell Wilson. The, the the Chiefs do some real nice moves, bringing Juju, doing some movement there. The Chargers, they've been JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, the Raiders, everyone's like, are you gonna do anything? There's all these people <laughs> in that division. And the Raiders yeah. go, ah, nah, nah, you hold my beer. 
AFC West because we're going to go get the best wide receiver in the league. Does this make Raiders now a, a, a real competitive division that has been so active in this free agency period? Can they legitimately now go and win this division? Um, they're in the mix for sure. I mean, when you whenever you have a guy like Devontae Adams, you always have a chance. But I just want to say, I think this, I think people are now re- realizing or remembering that the NFL was the business first. When things like this happen, is when the league or, pe- or fans of the league actually remember. Oh, hold on! I know we're enjoying the sport, but really, it's business first, and that goes for both the league and the players. Because again, I mentioned it earlier, you're only one injury away from the end of your career, right? Um, the AFC West is ridiculously loaded. Um, I cannot wait for the season to start. And I say it every, I feel like I say this every single year. Next season will be the best season ever. I mean, you look at last season and you see how it, how it went with um, the Bills and the Chiefs, which technically was our Super Bowl. No shade on the Bengals mm. or Rams, but you just think it can't ever get better than that. And then you see trades like Von Miller to the Bills. Devontae Adams refusing to play with Green Bay again, technically refusing because they offered him the same money to go with the Raiders. Um, Chandler Jones alongside Max Crosby. Insane. The Raiders are so like criminally underrated right now. And you mentioned it. Derek Carr doesn't get a lot of respect because he's been in these situations and Gruden took all the line, right? And so did um, Ruggs and everything else that happened with, with the Raiders. Waller was out for most of the season. Now you have Waller. Renfro, Devontae Adams. I'm not... So, I don't know how people feel about this, but Josh Jacobs is great. He's not amazing, in my opinion. Um, but I think they have enough in other areas of the field, both on offense and defense, to to, count, to to make up for that. But, I mean, you look at Denver now, Russell Wilson, Courtland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, who I'm so high on this year. And then, again, the criminally underrated one-two punch of Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams in the backfield. As, as a standalone unit of, you know, who could go out and beat anyone when Russell Wilson's at the helm. Not to mm. talk of, I know, Kansas City have lost Tyreek Hill. And there is a lot of talk about whether the Chiefs are now the fourth best team in that division. And I don't mm. blame people for saying it because, I mean, all you have to do is look at every single move that's been made and you wonder, well, the Chiefs, you know, this is what happens when you pay a superstar like Mahomes all that money. Likewise, I mean, with, with Aaron Rodgers. And then you can't keep your other best players who want to get paid. It's just how it is. Everybody wants to get paid, especially when you're, you know, top five in your position. You kind of know your worth <laughs> when you're seeing guys like Christian Kirk being paid what he's being paid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, wow. I don't know. The AFC West is stacked. It's easily the best. Div- I mean, some divisions are definitely up and coming now after some of the trades that we've seen. But um, obviously, like Miami are loading up too. But um, a stacked division those games are going to be unreal to watch. Um, it's obviously sad that, obviously, the Raiders, we were going to see Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in London. That isn't the case anymore, unless the Raiders come out of one of the teams. That are, are Man, I, over, did not, which, I, did, I completely forgot about that. I yeah, so and that would be unreal, that. right? That's So, um, oh, this is the, it's the greatest sport on, in the, on the planet. I say it all the time, over and over again. Um, and I, honestly, I don't think this is it. We can't have had a, all the dominoes that have fallen since, I don't know, Brady coming back out of retirement or whatever happened before that, it just gets better and better and better. I mean, I have to, forgot to mention the Chargers. The Chargers are stacked, unbelievably stacked. Um, <laughs> defense in particular. Um, I, I'm almost I'm almost out of words. Like every time I think something can't happen, it happens and more. So, you know, I guess you just have to watch this space and see what, what Domino falls next. 
I don't think it is wild to say that the Kansas City Chiefs top to bottom roster wise are mm. maybe the weakest in this division now and that they are still like one of the strongest teams in the NFL but top to bottom roster wise they may not be and and we again I say it all the time NFL is such a recency bias sport the Raiders were the, sorry the Chiefs were bottom of their division after about week 5 they did not come mm. out of the blocks lots of yeah. competitive teams in this division um Andrew move on to you um Aaron Rodgers reportedly knew that Adams wanted to go even after he signed his contract. That's been widely reported. And it feels like there's a bit of, it feels like this ending has got a bit of a bad taste in its mouth over in Green Bay. And maybe Aaron Rodgers, definitely with Devontae Adams. What, what do you think the breakdown was there? Do you think Adam, Adams has looked at Rodgers getting this huge contract and said, you know, where's my pay? I mean, there's arguments that Rodgers has really had one target for the last two years, but he's won MVP. And it has been Devontae Adams. And without Adams, is he the same quarterback than, than he has been in the last few years? Um, what do you think is the situation over in Green Bay now with what has happened? And why do you think it has ended quite bitterly, it feels like, in a way? Even though Adams has come out and said, thank you, Green Bay, it's always been a pleasure playing for you. And so, you know, the, the, the fan-friendly things that you do say, but there is, there's clearly some things here in the behind the, behind the scenes that have happened. Well, I think what you got to take it back to last year when everyone was saying it's the last dance. I think when uh, you're all committing to that, you're all coming back, some, some of the old players come back. I think maybe for Devontae Adams, maybe that's what it was. You know, we all said at the end of the season, Rodgers is going and Devontae Adams is going to the Raiders. We, we said that before it even happened, that Adams was going to go to the Raiders. We thought they were going to disband. It was going to be a complete rebuild at the, at the Packers. And I think Rodgers has kind of decided that He's happy in Green Bay. He, it's for me. If you look at where people are moving, where people are going, Green Bay is a great place to get to the playoffs. Their division is weak. They can win that division with just Rodgers and and their running backs. They're, they're, they're still they're still going to be competitive in that. So I think he's picked up the right choice and the right home to maybe the best chance for him at his age to get to the playoffs and maybe a bit further. But for Adams. You know, like I said, I think he decided last dance. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Uh, yeah. And 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 like you said, there has been lots of memes go out there of uh, Adams taking all the food and leaving none for anybody else. <laughs> uh, you know, you've lost Zadarius Smith. He's gone. You know, maybe Rogers has maybe taken a bit too a bigger bite of the apple. But uh, yeah, I, th I think Adams maybe have made his mind up before Rogers had come back, uh, based off of last year. I just, want, I just want to say as well, I feel like Adam was going to say the same thing. Number one, let's not forget the Chiefs lost a couple other receivers in Pringle and I forgot the other guy's name. They lost another one of their... Robinson. Receivers too, who was options behind Kelsey and, and Robinson, that's the one. So they've lost those two. I know they've got Juju, not the same, and he's coming off quite a bad injury and word is MVS is going from Green Bay to, to Kansas. Not the same kind of receiver, right? But you mentioned about Green Bay being successful. I'm not so sure, you know. I'm really not so sure. Rodgers is Rogers is great, don't get me wrong. And so is AJ Dillon and um, Aaron Jones. But you don't have Devontae Adams now. Equinemius and Brown wasn't great anyway, but he's now gone. I think he's gone to the Bears, I think. MVS is pretty much leaving. Um, you've got Alan Lazard. I think he signed. I think he's staying around. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, you guys got some work I mean, to do, really. You've only got a top of group that's got the Vikings, the Lions, and the Bears in it. That's what I'm saying. All you've got to do is top that. Group. Yeah, I get. And I'd argue 
just on their team alone. They bring in a wide receiver off of the draft. You know, there's some guys in there. We've seen the likes of Justin Jefferson turn around a team, Jamar Chase turn around a team. You know, you get a guy in there from this year, any of those top five guys, they could, he could easily be as good or maybe better than what Devontae mm-hmm. Adams was. I know that's a, a, a big reach, but, you know, they it could be straight away day one, yeah. like some of the guys we were talking about at the top of the show. So you haven't got to beat much in that division with Vikings, Bears and Lions. And obviously, Green Bay Packers are so historically draft really great wide receivers year on year and they just don't hit, obviously. Um, yeah. So, yeah, are they all hit? Two, what are you talking I think, about? I, I think your last draft wide receiver in the first round was 2003, I think. What, why do you need to draft receivers in the first round when you get such great ones in the second? What, what are you, you've you've, what you've are had you a great you've had a great one in the second, and that's it. <laughs> that's not. We've had we've had Adams. Jordy Nelson was great. Oh, Nelson was mm. quality. Okay, yeah. So I'm, I'm going back in history. I mean, I'm I'm older than you, lot, so maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I, 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 Donald I, I, Driver, I, Greg Jennings. How far oh, is <laughs> I was going to say, Adam. I could now that you've taken your franchise tag cap off. Do you want to put your Green Bay Packers hat on? You gave us a very partisan. You gave us quite a partisan answer before. So do you, what? What? As a Packer, how has this been for you? Because you did sort of scave over it. To be fair, you did. You did. You did what you wanted the, the podcast sort of, yeah, hat on rather than the green bag. So <laughs> How dare you? I thought I had a very good politician's hat on that bit. But I know, okay. I, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, I th- you're getting a very different person to Thursday night person when it came out. I mean, obviously, when it came out, everyone is very much like, what the are you doing? Um, so there was a lot of that involved. Um, I actually think they'll be better off in the long run for it I really do um I think with that first and second round pick that they've got for him which actually a lot of people were complaining that it wasn't that much but when you've got a guy of his age who who isn't he hasn't got a contract you know he was he was franchise tag so there's no contract really so it's it's one of them you're only going to get that kind of value for him uh, even though he is the best I actually think it will be better for him in the long run. I am. I really, really hope they go for a larvae. I really hope mm. they go for a larvae, which is really and annoying because that yeah, Mister yeah. Ohio up there is going to be an absolute pain in the ass all the way through mm. it. I know he is, <laughs> but I, I do hope they go for him because I, he looks, he looks the real deal. He really does. Um, there's there's others that I think look great as well, but I don't think they'll get them like Wilson. I think he'll go too early. Um, but there's there's plenty of receivers in this in this one. They've said they're going to be aggressive on receiver. I think they need to go one in the first, one in the second, um, and then with the other, you know, the other first and second. I think it's probably going to be very boring O line and D line kind of guys. Um, but yeah, I. It's sad to see him go. I. It. It does. It hurt because I think he, there was something he hadn't ruined the relationship. Whereas for I feel a lot of Packers fans, if Rogers had come out and said he wants a trade, they would have gone. Do you know what? Okay, we're going to a rebuild, and that's fine. Um. So I, whereas for this one, I think this was more of a surprise. I think to a lot of Packers fans. 
Um, but he had the opportunity to go to his, you know, the club he supports and, and you know, play for them with his old college quarterback. And you can't really begrudge him that. I, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's what he wanted. Um, it's sad because, like I say, he was there with us from day one of his NFL career. But it's, um, it's just what it is. And I think it's going to become more and more. Yeah, isn't it interesting how someone who doesn't really know any of the names in the NFL draft come Friday morning last week knew every single <laughs> wide receiver's name in the draft, did all the tape study, and now now is very much educated and probably looking forward to the NFL draft, which I was going to say at the top of the show, we are only just under a month away, so all these trades... Mm. All these free agent signings all matter to that with the NFL yep. draft, which is going to be so exciting. We're going to do loads more about that during that time with Andrew, our main resident college guy. I'd like to think that I am getting to know a lot of guys now and uh, we'll be talking more about it soon enough. However, we move on to another trade that happened. We'll move off the wide receivers and we'll talk about my division, the AFC North. We'll talk about a quarterback. Um, we, we said about crim- it was criminal earlier <laughs> There's some connotations of Watson in that as well. Unfortunately, he has been finally <laughs> traded to mm-hmm. the Cleveland Browns. Um, they, the Cleveland Browns sent a 2022, 2023 and 2024 first round pick, as well as a third round pick in 23 and a fourth round pick in 24 uh, for Watson and a 24 fourth round. I think that's been updated. And they've also got another pick as well, but it is a low pick. Um, mm. I, though we joke, we shouldn't joke because they are, there are civil cases still ongoing. Um, however, he's now signed a five-year deal worth $230 million. Um, the last time he played was in 2020. Obviously, he did not play last year. He was in the commission's exempt league um, exempt list, but also probably was not going to play for the Houston Texans anyway because he wanted out of there. A lot of a lot of talk about him being traded last year, and he wasn't. And in the same in 2020, when Aspey had 382 completions, 4,823 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions three rushing touchdowns and 444 rushing yards. And I believe, oh, no, no, I was going to pull another fact that I just made up out of my head, but it would have been actually a fact that I just made up and it wasn't a real, that, therefore, no <laughs> fact, just all fiction. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson, it was, a, it was, a, it was, it was, it was coming um, and he was going to get traded to the Browns. And he said, I'm not going to the Browns. And mm. then the next day he said, yeah, all right, I'll go to the Browns. Um, it, we sort of thought the Falcons and the Saints were going to be the ones yep. that were going on him. George, he got finally traded. He finally got out of the situation that he didn't want to be in over yeah. in Houston. Um, I mean, going to the Browns here, he's an instant upgrade on Baker Mayfield. How are the Browns going to look with the Sean Watson, who's, who's not played in a year? So I was, um, I think I was a little bit surprised just because initially, mm. like you say, there was Cleveland out of the running, essentially. Um, and then it was kind of like down between the Saints and the Falcons. And as a Colts fan, I was kind of, you know, weighing up whatever happens here. We'll decide who we land next. Obviously, we've landed Matt Ryan now. Um, but the fact that he becomes the quarterback who hasn't played in however long and has now got the most guaranteed money in NFL history is, it's a lot, you know, like, <clears throat> number one, you can't obviously help but think about the people in the 22 civil cases that are still outstanding, but it's it's a it's a big deal. I mean, I was surprised he chose Cleveland because I thought to myself, well, you know, I don't know how much of a chance he does give any he gives anybody a chance to win, right? He played with the Texans, he didn't really have much air. Obviously, he had Hopkins and he didn't really have much of a of a squad, but he now has Amari Cooper. Um, David and Joku the tight end, Austin Hooper's been traded. Um, I think to the Titans, I'm not entirely sure if that's correct or not. 
Um, and you obviously you have the, the dynamic duo in the RB room, Hunt and, and, and Chubb, who are great. I mean, they're both um, Hunt is 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 more than capable starting a starting running back. Um, I still think they're quite a while away from doing much damage. I know Watson brings his own skill set and ability, and he can change a game at the click of his fingers. Um, but a team that's lost pretty much all their wide receivers, and uh, you've gained Amari Cooper. Um, and behind him, you have guys like Rashad Higgins and Donovan Peoples-Jones, who, I mean, they're not they're not star names. And from what we've seen, they're not, you know, the greatest. But you've lost OBJ. We, we know OBJ, who's got him on a Super Bowl ring. Um, we've now got uh, Jarvis Landry or Juice Landry, as people like to call him, who is openly seeking another team. Hasn't been traded just yet, but he's he's on, he's out of the door too. Um Defensively, you know, they're not amazing. They're not great. So it did throw me a little bit. It did confuse me slightly. But again, the money's there and what they offered him. I mean, I guess you are going to take that, right? He knows what he can do. He knows what he can bring to the squad. Um, They will be better for it. Of course they will. And on the side of Baker, initially, I mean, this is before there was talk about him being the Cards quarterback. I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of Baker. Um... But I, what I do, what I, what I will say is, I think they've they've done him dirty. They've done him very, very dirty in the sense that he pretty much put his body on the line for them. Um, you know, I say it all the time: guys playing hurt, especially quarterbacks, never ends well because the fans begin to hate you. The team can put it on you that you know that, that the team isn't good, and that's exactly what happened. Um, and I remember watching a video from Baker. He put out that that statement whilst you know the team were actively trying to bring in to Sean Watson this like that it's kind of like how they were trying to bring in Watson whilst Tua was still playing actively playing um and it is the number one form of disrespect in the sense that we don't really like you Baker so you know we're just going to try and bring in to Sean Watson even with the 22 civil cases going on and this is why I say the NFL is a business everything else is irrelevant business first um so yeah I mean it's interesting because as for Baker himself as a as a current Brown He's rung out of options massively. Um, slight sidetrack. I don't know if he'll end up with the Seahawks. I don't know if they want to take that chance. Will he end up being a backup? It would be very odd to see him in a backup role, as much as I didn't think he was all that, but he is a starting caliber quarterback when healthy. Um, so credit to the Browns. You know, they put everything in. They went all in, put chips on the table, went and drafted, uh, traded for a guy like Deshaun Watson, who we know what he can do. So I still think they need some more pieces. I don't think they're there yet, but... It's a huge, huge trade, huge trade. Andrew, in the AFC North now, I mean, at one point it was Ben Roethlisberger, Carson Palmer, Joe Flacco, um, you know, all these, the, the, the Browns had this carousel of quarterbacks for years. It's now this new generation of quarterbacks in there. Okay, Mitch Trubisky is not new generation, but he is now as the Steelers quarterback. You've got Lamar Jackson, who's so young and so good. You've got Joe Burrow, again, so young, so good, a Super Bowl finalist only last year. Um, and now you bring in Deshaun Watson. It's such a competitive division. People argued the AFC West and the AFC North were the two best divisions in football. I feel like last year proved the AFC North wasn't there with the Steelers not being up there, the Ravens having so many injuries and the Browns not really performing this year, last year. With Watson joining this Browns team, which I, though I, I I disagree with George, I think the defense is pretty decent. I think they've got some some right pieces in the place. They've got the one of the best O lines in the league, if not the best O line in the league. Do you see this working? Do you see them winning this division? 
I mean, it's tough to say, do I see them winning the division with, with the teams that are in there? I mean, I, I think the, the Bengals uh, have got to be the favourites. Look what they did uh, last year. And they've only strengthened their O-line. Uh, so I think that you, you've, got to, you've got to put them down as the favourites to carry on what they've, what they've done. Um, the Ravens are going to be better uh, next year mm-hmm. because they're going to actually have uh, Lamar Jackson, and when he's on the field, he's, he's good. I feel like that, you know, they're there. Things haven't quite worked at, uh, at the Browns. And as, as George said, they haven't got a plethora of uh, offensive weapons. They've got Nick Chubb uh, and now Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper, for his whole career for me, is very hit and miss. He's mm. um, He has big games followed by big disappearing completely. Uh, and it's just which game you, you, you get him on. Um so it's going to be tough for him. I think I even saw a fact, uh, a stat that you're probably going to be happy with, Fred. I think Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. has a better starting record than Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, let's yeah. go. Steel curtain, baby. <laughs> let's go. I mean, when, when you're putting the Steelers into the mix as well, you know, their, their defense is fantastic. It, it, it's the stable of the team. And last year, we saw you just hand it off to Najee Harris and just sort of say, there you go, do your business. And it seemed to work. So you're only looking for a guy at quarterback to occasionally move the sticks like Big Ben did. Um it's tough. I I I I couldn't commit to saying yeah this is this is this is how the Browns get to a Super Bowl. I still think they're maybe the the, the third uh best team in this division I think. Just fourth? to butt in quickly. Just just to butt in. I don't know if we you guys already knew this but I've just seen it the Chiefs are um looking to bring in Ronald Jones from the Bucks. Um right. and also Seahawks are looking to extend DK Metcalf as opposed to use him for leverage. <laughs> That's because so, they're yeah. scared to death. Someone's yeah. going to try yeah. to lose them. I just thought I'd throw that in. Sorry, guys. Go on. No, no, it's okay. Andrew, who's the fourth best team in the AFC North? Oh, it's Steelers. I mean, it's a, based on what you did last year uh, mm. and how... I don't, I don't know. I I'm not, I'm not going to put them in, a, in an order. I think maybe it's Bengals... Ravens with a fit Lamar Jackson and then the Browns and, and, and the Steelers sort of needing to rise up to their level, I think. I think I can take that on the chin. Don't worry. You haven't heard my feelings. Um, so, Adam, George uh, briefly touched upon it and I will go back to George in a moment for him to take his franchise tag cap off and put his Indianapolis Colts uh, hat on. Mm-hmm. But with Watson going to the Browns, that did spark a bit of a cute quarterback carousel. He went there. There was talk that the Falcons were going to bring him. There was talk that the Saints were going to bring him in. As soon as Watson went to the Browns, the, the, the Falcons quickly went right. It felt like it maybe broke down Matt Ryan. They traded Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts. They then brought in Marcus Mariota on a contract. The Saints very quickly extended Jameis Winston and kept him mm-hmm. there. Um, what's, and then, then there was one player who wanted to get traded, and we all thought was going to get traded, to, to maybe one of these three teams. But he didn't. And that was Baker Mayfield. It was very much speculated that as soon as Watson went in, that Baker would be going straight to the Colts. We talked about it a lot over on our group chat. That didn't happen. They went and got Matt Ryan. Then you look at the Saints. So they bring in Baker. Even though James Winston, you could argue, is a comparable type quarterback. No, they're going to extend in the Falcons. Could they bring Baker in? No, they go out and get Marcus Mariota. Again, maybe a bit of a comparable quarterback in some aspects of their game between them. There is one or two teams out there that could still maybe look at getting Baker in. But at the moment, He's very much in limbo, and I don't think he's right. He is really getting to decide his own fate at this point. And I do agree with George. As much as I don't have a 
I don't really have much love for the Browns nor for Baker Mayfield. I've never really rated him. I, I, I do think they did do him very dirty here and they, and they and they weren't very fair on him when he's been in a franchise that has really had no identity and been such such a, a crazy institution for, for many years and only has now started to really level out and gain, gain his success for that. So what's next for Baker moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree. I think he's been done a bit wrong here. I mean, he you know, he played hurt last year. He did really well for them, considering the injuries that he had. Mm. Um, I, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know what how, where he goes from this. When you look at what there is available, you've got the Seahawks that are looking for someone. You've got the Panthers that are probably looking for someone. I don't think the Panthers would want to go in on someone like him because they want the star man. And he's not the star man. So I, I think they're more likely to either stick with what they've got or try and draft someone uh, in that respect with the Panthers. Um, the Seahawks, I don't know. I keep saying Willis. I think Willis mm-hmm. makes sense there. Um, so I, I I don't know. They They seem to be in a bit of a rebuild now that they've got rid of Russell Wilson. I don't know where he goes. Um, I, I think it will be a backup role, which will be a little bit strange considering, mm. you know, what, what he's done for the last few years. But I, I think he will be a, a backup. Um, and it's a shame because I feel like they have kind of uh, done him a bit dirty and he doesn't really have anywhere to go. Um, I, I never really felt like the Colts were on, was on the cards, to be honest. I think that they, as a, you know, they, they've normally gone for a more experienced guy, which is what they did again. So, you know, that makes sense. Um, Atlanta was available, but then Arthur Smith has brought in his guy. So, you know, that, that kind of makes sense. It, it, he just kind of, he's a bit out in the cold with nowhere to go, mm. to be honest. Um, just quickly, I was having a look at the odds. The Browns are the favourites to win the division. Um <laughs> So yeah, and uh, and also <laughs> I, I I do I think that Watson deal is probably one of the most grotesque deals I've seen in sports in a long time. It really mm. is just the, the sheer amount that mm-hmm. and and the Browns. I I I'm not. Uh, I, I like the Bengals. I always like uh, having a little dig at the Steelers just purely because of you, Fred. But I am well behind you. I hope you absolutely grind them in the dirt. I really do <laughs> because they deserve nothing. They've sold their soul for this, mm. and they he didn't want to go there. He didn't want to know, and they threw more money at him, and that was all it was. It was just mm. throwing That's a good money. Point, actually, and yeah. it's. It's so sad to see. It really is. But yeah, they, they, I, I given they... Their, they have given up their money and their future. Yeah, because they, they've given yeah. th- four, th- three first round picks. Now, three first round picks. All right, the hit rate on first round picks is getting better these days. It is. It is probably the highest it has ever been at, at hit rates mm-hmm. for a first round pick. Upon saying that, we're looking at the first overall pick in the 2018 draft now being moved off. So, you know, the hit rate, I might be wrong on the hit rate there. But if feasibly, Watson is going to be better than any of these three first round picks. That's yeah. understandable. And I, I do truly believe Watson is, he's a needle mover. That guy, yeah. he can change a team and he's made the Texans relevant for a lot, mm. a lot of games. 
but you're right in that way that they really have when it, it, it's we the Browns were the joke for so long about this chaotic franchise we couldn't keep people didn't have stability this quarterback carousel couldn't keep good players and it's felt in the last two years with the hiring of Andrew Berry with Kevin Stefanski with their drafting their drafting has been phenomenal for the last few years I know Baker hasn't worked out but you look at Nick Chubb um, mm. you look at Grant Delpit it's a fantastic um Safety, who's not really, he hasn't played yet because he was injured. Greedy Williams is a fair corner. Denzel Ward's one of the best corners in the league. Miles Garrett, they're, and they're recruiting last year. Davian Clowney, Josh Johnson. Um, uh, I mean, I'm getting OBJ and Jarvis Landry when they're going <laughs> them in. It's, yeah. Their recruitment has been so, and it felt like it is finally leveled out. And then this has happened. And it's just like, oh no, you are the same Cleveland Browns you've always been. And well, they, they had frustrating. They had one year, didn't they, when they, they got in the playoffs two years ago, was it? And then they missed out last year and they got they mm. freaked out and they thought, we don't want to go back to where we were. And so they've mm. thrown money at it and they've just... Mm. And, you know, as a fo- purely a footballing decision, I can understand why anyone would want this guy. But mm. from, a, from an organisational point of view for... For any sort of organisation that has any form of morals or standards or anything, this is this is madness. It really is. Mm. And then to, like I say, to to employ a guy, he didn't even want to go to you. He didn't want to know you as a team. And then you mm. thought, we're so desperate, we're going to throw <laughs> Chuck it that, all, much, yeah. that much and, money at it. And we've already announced so much what we're going for you about our quarterback now. It's and then impaired is impaired mm. with anger and 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 feels like he's under a knife in the back because of that. And then the other thing that they go, I'm, I'm going to get on my soapbox now. The other thing that they go and do late Friday afternoon, they put it out. They try and hide it. There's barely any mention of it on their own website because they know they've done the wrong thing. It's a ridiculous decision, and I hope it comes back to bite them. Do do we think Ooh. around the table that? This might upset Nick Chubb because he's not going to see anywhere near as much of the ball. I I agree with this. I was um, thinking this when he got traded. Why hmm. would Watson has gone to a team but yeah. isn't yeah. utilizing is going Run to be first, particularly yeah. utilizing his skills? The Falcons um, have made a load of sense. I don't think it would upset him just because if it means they can win a Super Bowl, it's the same way that more than half of the Bucks team will take pay cuts to come back and play with Brady. Because it, they know he gives them a ch- he gives them a chance to win another ring always. So in a sense that I see what you mean, Andrew, but I, I also don't think it would upset him too much because he knows what Watson can bring, and if he's not handing the ball off to, to himself or Hunt, he knows that something is still something good is still likely to happen when when Watson is at the helm. But um, yeah, it's a <laughs> again given that the NFL and morals don't they don't really have. Morals, you know, money mm-hmm. talks. We know this. You look at all the different cases that have happened in years gone by, and as long as they know that that player could potentially give them a shot at, at winning it all, then you know that's what they're going to do. We'll quickly wrap things up. We'll by just getting that Colts hat onto you, George. Um, so Matt Ryan, new quarterback at the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. What was your feeling? How did you feel about it when it all happened? So by the time we actually made the decision, geez, at last, um, I had. I was getting to the point where I was kind of just fed up because, mm. and you guys know already, I mean, everyone was making moves and we know what we needed, the QB being a huge issue. Um, and it, I was getting a bit frustrated because there was so much talk about all these other quarterbacks, in particular, um, Baker Mayfield, who looked like it was going to happen. 
And I myself was thinking, you know, is this is this really going to be the deal? But then a part of me thought, I know what the Colts are like. I know what Chris Ballard is like. One, he doesn't like to spend. And two, he's a no-drama guy. If you look at all the people we've, we've ever brought on the team, we don't really have guys that bring any kind of drama. And to a degree, we're a little bit boring. We don't really have a personality as a site. I mean, again, put JT to the side. We know what he's about. But then comes the news about um, Watson going to the Chicago, uh, going to the, the Browns, um, and Mariota then going to the Falcons um, after Matt Ryan comes to the Colts. Now, I think... The, I'm glad the Jimmy G thing kind of dropped off because I'm not so confident on someone who's about to or has had surgery and can't throw a ball till July. That's not great. You know, it's not great because you need to be able to see what you can do. And we've kind of seen what you can do. And I would have still said that Jimmy G, Matt Ryan, and a full-on healthy Baker are a step above Wentz. No disrespect to Wentz because he did have a good season. It wasn't great, but he did have a good season. Um, but Matt Ryan, and I don't know if I've said it before, if I wasn't a Colts fan, I'd be the Falcons fan. I was... I loved everything the Falcons were doing when they had the likes of like when Julio was great and Devontae Freeman. I loved everything they stood for. The, uh, Matt Ryan himself, he'd been there for 14 years. You know, he's a, he's a record breaker for them. Tony Gonzalez, I loved everything about them. So the, what I like about the deal is he's a proven guy. He's a vet, um, kind of following the foot. We didn't have much choice to begin with, but kind of following the footsteps in terms of let's go and get someone who's done it and been there and can lead the team and can make the right decisions when games are on the line, be it dump it off or just not take the sack or not, you know, shovel pass into the arms of the defenders. Um, and seeing what what Matt Ryan has done in recent years with not very much, you know, you bring him over to the Colts now, we have top three best O-lines in, in the game, so we can protect him. Fact, we know we can do that. We've got one of the best running backs in the game, top top two running backs in the game. That's great. Um, pair him with someone like Matt Ryan. Um so I'm not I'm not sad about it. I actually I'm I'm okay. I'm absolutely okay about it. I think it's going to be a, a two at push maybe three year thing with Matt Ryan. He's not our long term quarterback. We know that. So again, we will be looking for a quarterback in however many years. But he gives us a great chance without a doubt. That's if we can actually surround him with weapons because right now we don't have anything. Ty Hooten is meant to be coming back. He's 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 just shy of ten thousand yards as a Colt. So I imagine that's the reason why. Other than that. Paris Campbell, we know he's a speedster, but he can never stay healthy. Michael Pittman is great, but he can't be the number one. So he can't solely be the number one. He can't. He needs to be either strong too behind whoever else we decide to trade or draft. Um, defensively, you don't, we don't need to speak on that too much. We turn over the ball, we win, get, we win. But, you know, we're great. We're in a great position to, to at least beat the Jags, for God's sake, and, <laughs> and get into the playoffs and not waste all our pro bowlers. So I actually credit Ballard a little bit. I, he was really starting to frustrate me, but he's done some good moves and we've actually ended up with more in terms of trade, uh, trading for Matt Ryan as opposed to losing. So we've done we've done quite well on the business side. Matt Ryan isn't, isn't a permanent solution. We know that. But if we can please do something to surround him with, all we need is to surround him with some good weapons, a tight end, some couple, couple more receivers. There's a lot of talk about OBJ. I do find it weird that he's tweeting out and referencing that. I thought it was fake. It's, I found it so odd that OBJ is tweeting about how you know he thinks Matt Ryan's going to do good things for the Colts. Maybe he wants to come over. I don't know. Um, someone like Landry, um, Jarvis Landry would be great for us. You know, another prove it, proving it guy who you know he can take control of that lead that room and um, wide receiver room. So I'm I'm not mad at it. I quite like it. Um, he's an experienced guy. He's 37, I believe. He, he's been sacked quite a few times um, over his career. 
but I think he will steady the ship, put it that way. He will steady the, the cold ship. It's just up to management now to actually get the guys in for us to be able to utilise what Matt Ryan can do behind a very solid offensive line and an incredible running game. Um, and that is, I mean, we're a very boring team in the sense that it's just very black and white. There isn't anything flashy about us unless Paris Campbell can stay healthy and get down the field. Um, and obviously we've let some guys go in. Zach Pascal, who's one of our, I quite liked him. He's gone to the Eagles to reunite with Nick Sirianni, who obviously was at the Colts, who's now Eagles head coach. So, I mean, I can't be mad. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. Um, I want to see what happens in the draft, what other trade moves are out there for us to make. We, we, we're relatively, like I said, a non-exciting team in all regards. You know, we don't really make big splashy moves and trades and whatever. Um, but I think now is not the time to, to sit down and, and waste what we have in Jonathan Taylor. Now is the time for us to go and make moves. Um, you brought him at Ryan for a reason. So let's follow up with some more positivity and see how far we can get next season. I tell you, if any wide receiver appears on the Pat McAfee show in the next couple of days, we know he's yeah. in Indiana, yeah. Indianapolis, and maybe so. So we have to keep an eye out on that. Um, quickly to wrap up the show, a little minute from uh, from the resting giant in New York. You guys going to wake up anytime soon? Do a bit of business. <laughs> do a bit of do a bit of summit summit. You know, or... we've we've signed uh, five offensive linemen. Five offensive linemen. Name, name me all five. At least, at least you you knew what the problem was. We've, so we've, signed, we've signed John Feliciano. Boring, yeah. I mean, veteran, knows what he's doing. Worked with uh, Dayball before. We yes. brought in... Come on, why, why can I not remember the other one? You've got the guy from um you've taken out uh Glowinski from yeah, the Colts. Glowinski. Yeah, we brought in a guard. Mm. We've got and we've got Andrew uh Thomas already. We got um Matt Gano from Atlanta. We brought in another guy from the Ravens. We brought in you know, we, but, we, we but can why? Why <laughs> all that just to protect someone like the why? Daniel I don't hey. like why. Could, no. could be great. Who knows? He's never he's never had the chance. We've got the quarterback whisperer uh, as the, the head coach now. Brian Dabble knows, it. you know, Apparently he's turned, no Josh Allen. Mitch and, Andrew, it's, it's a very poor state of form when you're losing to a team that got Mitch Trubisky in his quarterback <laughs> and you're still at the bottom of the pecking order for how exciting the team has moves has been. But until then, we'll give New York some more time. <laughs> we'll give Indianapolis he, some more time to get some wide receivers. We'll give it Adam gone after you. He's so excited by these players that he can't remember their names. That's how excited he is by them. Just quickly before we go, we did get a couple of people ask us a few things. Um, I had one guy, Martin, ask us about, he's a Miami fan, so he's probably off the roof at the moment, I would have thought, after the Hill news. Um, but he, he said to me, Edmonds, Mostert, Wilson, Ingold, Bridgewater, Armstead, Williams, Sherfield, and Crossan. Are we happy with Miami's business? Anyone? I'll just say one you thing. Said, Edmonds, you said him all so is great. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Edmonds is great. He's another speed back. They're still missing that big, big-bodied one wide receiver and running back. So I don't think they're complete yet, but great moves. And finally, Usman Khan asked us, "What do we think about DJ Chark going to Detroit?" Really like it for him. I really like Agreed. it for them. I really like it for him. I would like to maybe see him go to a quote-unquote bigger, better team, maybe. But I like the moves the Lions are doing. I like yeah. that. I like that. I think there's pressure when you're not very, when you know you're not a good team. There's a pressure that you've got to go and do some wild stuff, and they're not mm. doing anything like that. They are just being patient. 
They're playing yep. their cards right. They're not, they're not messing around. There's going to be no rumours about them trading their draft pick or anything. They they seem like a team that knows what they want. And I quite that's what I quite like about it. If a, team, if a losing team can see what they want, that is the biggest positive you can have. We've said about many teams having losing records and going, but they had a winning a winning losing record in a way. They're a team that is going to get better because you can see the signs of it. So I, I'm very pleased for him. And someone who's met him at one of the NFL UK shows a couple of years ago, he was a real pleasure to to watch on the stage. And he was a really nice character. And he's a very young man still. I think he's only 21, 22. So, you know, good wow. for him going over to Detroit. And he's got a long career ahead of him. Um, but until then, thank you for joining us. Lots more free agency stuff coming, I'm sure, next year. I can't even remember when it ends. Hopefully it never ends. Hopefully it's just quarterback <laughs> carousel of craziness forever. Hopefully free agents are here forever. I don't, I don't know. It's just going to be mental. But it's all leading up to the NFL draft, which is going to be so much fun. Now that we have Adam, our NFL draft wide receiver expert, joining us week on week. We have Andrew, our NFL, ex- uh, NFL college expert, joining us all about it. We have George, <laughs> who's a great guy, um, joining us about it as well. <laughs> <laughs> and a mega Colts fan. <laughs> yeah, the mega Colts fan is really happy about Matt Ryan. But until then, thank you all for joining us tonight. I know we've gone on a bit later, but you can find us all on social media and on Spotify and Apple to listen throughout your week. Have a great week, and we'll see you all very soon. Good night.